I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Welcome to Heroes 3, the bi-weekly podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between the world of Asian cinema. This week is going to be a ton of fun because this week is all about the, the reason that the podcast even got started, and that is the 1984 Sammo Hung film, Wheels on Meals, which I had to look over six times to make sure I said it right. <laughs> yeah, this is this is such a delight. I know we've mentioned before there was a dinner we were all a part of, and conversation started on kung fu films and Jackie Chan films, and Wheels on Meals featured prominently, and <laughs> really, yeah, brought the three of us together into podcast podcastum. Yeah, one of those amazing moments, huh? I, ch- I was trying <laughs> sure. to think about how our conversation led to Jackie Chan, but it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter how he got there. It just yeah. matters that you got there. Yeah. So. And you might have heard a little bit ago that there is a fourth voice joining us for this Meals, Meals on Meals talk. And can you introduce yourself? Hey, how's it going? This is Carl, the fourth or the fourth brother, I guess, the fourth <laughs> hero. Uh, yeah, yeah, Carl Bergerman here. Carl, yep. who you may recognize from the Super Mercado Brothers, our sibling podcast. I always want to say sister podcast, but that doesn't yeah, make any sense. Yeah, maybe it is a sister podcast. <laughs> a sister of brothers. <laughs> yeah, it's great to be here. Wheels on Meals is maybe my all-time favorite kung fu movie. It's definitely in the top three. It's it's just the best. I adore this movie. Okay, cool. Well, since you're the guest today, why don't we find out where this interest came from you? Like. Was Wheels on Meals like a, I mean, I know it's a big movie for all of us, right? But where did all of this start from your perspective? It, it was all just something that Marty introduced to me. You know, Kung Ooh. Fu in general was something that I never would have got. I mean, I've, eventually I probably would have gone to a point where I'd have looked into it. But, sure. you know, being so much younger than Marty, he, he showed me all the cool stuff, whether it was music or movies or, or, or whatnot. So, yeah, he started to show me, you know, Jackie Chan movies. Uh, some of the more maybe approachable ones like the 90s, like Rumble in the Bronx and Mr. Nice Guy, I mm-hmm. think to kind of to get things started. But then yeah. when I was, you know, so into it, he he took me deeper and showed me things like Drunken Master 2 and eventually Wheels on Meals. And Wheels on Meals just always stood out to me, particularly for, yeah, I'm sure we'll get to it, but, you know, that that end fight uh, with Jackie and, and, <laughs> and Benny is just one of the best, one of the best fights I've ever seen. Yeah, it's yeah. too good. I also remember in our conversations before recording that you guys were the ones that were bringing up, oh, Snake and Eagle Shadow, like, Mm -hmm. this movie's awesome, you gotta see it, and I was like, oh man, I gotta check this out. Here yeah, we so are now. It, it was all it was all due to Marty. Just you know, I think his friend Meng was a big person to kind of get him yeah, into totally. this world, and then he just passed it on, you know, really to me. And it was funny actually. Like Wheels on Meals ended up being like a little bit of this dog whistle. That was something that Meng and I kind of first bonded over early on. And actually, a couple of other friends of mine in high school were. I know we've talked about like passing around a VHS tape. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't that doesn't date ourselves, right? Um, yeah, we're old. <laughs> but, um, you guys are old. But yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, I think it 
became something yeah something like like a crazy you know english dub kung fu videotape kind of could become like a point of pride and like a weird conversation starter <laughs> it's just a magical movie that has such a unique energy and combination of yeah. you know comedy and action and adventure and it's just it's so unique so a cool thing about this movie that's definitely separates it from the other ones the past movies we talked about actually um staking the shadow is not golden harvest right or is right it? yeah that was seasonal films so the seasonal MCU films and the other two are golden harvest and right. this is golden harvest as well with yeah. raymond chow again and there's a lot of raymond chowness later in the movie yeah. that we'll get to and this movie is directed by sammo hung uh and also kind of stars sammo hung uh but it, it stars kind of the big three from this era of jackie chan yuan Bu, and sammo hung who are all you know all incredible I guess, actors, athletes, performers Mm -hmm. on their own. Yeah, they're kind of like multiple threats. They're great, like, comedic actors. Yeah, and you get to to see all of it in this movie. Yeah, it's I don't even know what the word is, performers, maybe, because it's not just fights, like the acrobatics, the fencing, Mm -hmm. everything in this movie. Yeah, it's crazy. The difference that I was thinking about when it comes to this Wheels on Meals compared to the other movies that we've seen is that... Mm. Kung Fu was maybe more of the focus in the other movies where it kind of drove the plot and in Wheels on Meals the plot is kind of its own mm-hmm. thing and the martial arts are just an added bonus yeah. to all of it. No, that's what I was getting at was that one of the things that makes this different from the other ones is even though it has a lot of the same people behind the movie as behind the others this one not only doesn't take place in you know the turn of the century china it takes place in spain <laughs> in the modern day which is the 1980s yeah and, and all shot in spain there was oh there was uh, yeah I was zero about to say, that was I, shot it looks china. like yeah it definitely looks uh, i was thinking if if they shot this in china they did a really good job of, <laughs> of covering it up so that makes sense and there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah, there was... actors and actresses as well yeah. uh, all throughout yeah there was a thing that I saw um, where Samuel Hung was talking about at the time in Hong Kong, it was becoming more and more difficult for them to film there because of they were a victim of their celebrity, basically. <laughs> so they couldn't film in the streets anymore because people would come out or like they'd be getting hassled by like the law enforcement oh, sure. because of whatever. So it was very refreshing for them to go to Barcelona mm-hmm. and spain and film there where everybody was very cooperative they said they like you'll see in the movie there's some car chases and stuff like that where it you know they just let them film there they said it was such uh a welcoming environment for them to well and such a nice change of scenery like just as a movie goer like having it take place in spain it just really sets it apart you know it's such a great backdrop for like the car chases and and some of the early fight scenes it's just such a it just such it really kind of creates a unique tone yeah and it was definitely groundbreaking Mm -hmm. for hong kong audiences i can't say for sure but i really think this was one of the first major productions shot entirely overseas you know certainly in west you know in western europe um and was Mm. apparently you know really dazzling for hong kong audiences of the 80s who you know rarely saw this kind of backdrop particularly with you know these famous 
Hong Kong actors. No, it's it's a really cool backdrop, and like you said before, the story is completely different. It's not about rival kung fu schools, and then someone dies, and they have to avenge them. It's a completely different story. It's definitely a more, I'd say, more of like a Western kind of plot mm-hmm. of you know yeah. the the girl with the secret, and you know having to rescue someone, literally rescuing someone from a castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such a cool film. Yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah. It kind of marks like the transition of, uh, I mean, we tend to think of them as Jackie Chan films, but you could say like Hong Kong cinema, largely led by Jackie, but trying to move into kind of the the modern day and mm-hmm. taking some cues from Hollywood, and yeah, trying to sort of escape some of the trappings of like the kung fu tradition, uh, like kung fu cinema tradition, and you mm-hmm. can really feel that here. And even in the action choreography, it it sort of has one foot in. A, uh, some old school kung fu techniques, and then one foot in sort of, you know, kickboxing. It's and a great hybrid, Western yeah. boxing and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we should probably get into the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So well, actually, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, one more thing. No, go for well, it. I do have a little aside before we get into the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Is for me, there's an interesting thing I like to tell people is that Wheels on Meals. It was popular in Japan, and it was localized under a different title, and it was called Spartan X. Right. So there's another kind of connection to that, too, is that if you guys have ever played um, Kung Fu on Nintendo, have you guys played that game? Oh, yeah. The old game Kung Fu? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. The original game Kung Fu in Japan is called Spartan X. So, huh. wow, really? Yeah, so, so it's, what, it's like a tie-in. Yeah, so what it was is originally it's developed by Irem, which is this Japanese game company, and mm-hmm. they were originally going to make a game based on Bruce Lee's Game of Death. But somewhere down the line, they actually changed it so that they actually wanted it to tie into Wheels on Meals, Spartan X. Hmm. So the interesting thing about that too is, um, yeah, if you play Kung Fu, you're playing as Thomas, which is Jackie oh, Chan's Jackie's character. character. Huh. Yeah, and you're trying to save Sylvia in the game. Like the likeness, <laughs> it's a Nintendo game, right? So the yeah, likeness is right. it's not really there. That's and funny. it was originally an arcade game, and that was ported to a lot of things. But another interesting fact, and it actually, it was the first beat 'em up. So right. the guy that right. um, like directed that game, he's he ended up working with Irem, and he ended up making Moon Patrol, which is also kind of an interesting game but his name is takashi nishiyama and he left irem and he entered work at capcom so he's actually the brains behind street fighter oh my so, gosh wow yeah so he made street so, fighter and he actually is the guy that invented the hadouken <laughs> oh my gosh so without wheels yeah. on meals there right no so there's all this sure you can it's like a foundation of my life, right? Street Fighter is so important to me. Wow. And <laughs> without Wheels on Meals, that never would have happened. I mean, it totally so, makes sense. Yeah, and even more than the that. The movie is almost like a fighting game. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah, and we talked about in a, a couple episodes how martial arts movies kind of work kind of like video games, like in a beat-em-up, you know, you play through different right. stages, like you fight a, a boss, boss. Yeah. you know, stuff like that. But the other thing is that um, Nintendo actually develop the port of kung fu mm-hmm. on nes right and a certain and koji kondo exactly. music. <laughs> he's wow. the guy that did the music so there's a lot of crazy through lines just because right. of that so yeah really wheels on meals is way more important than we even realized i guess 
<laughs> oh my gosh. A moment of silence yeah. for all the connections. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. And I I don't know if we mentioned it before, but the title, um, like Matthew's saying, you're going to mm-hmm. do a double or triple take probably when, yep. you, when you read it. Um, but we, we did type it in correctly. So the reason <laughs> that it, it, the words seem to be flipped um, is... because they are. Yeah, Golden Harvest had had two films they had released that year that began with M. There was a movie called Menage a Trois and another movie called Megaforce, and they were both uh, underperformed at the box office. Mm -hmm. And there was enough superstition in the folks at Golden Harvest where they did not want to uh, attempt fate again with a third film that began with M. So So they they thought, well, you can just flip these around, right? Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) And it it has... so weird. It's stuck, which is amazing. But the title in Chinese actually translates to... It's just food truck, right? It actually translates to fast food car, which is a pretty cool title. That's a better title. (laughs) It's good. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. So the movie begins with... uh, We see Yoon Byu's character and Jackie Chan's character. I... They used to say they had names, right? They're yeah, like, David Thomas and Thomas. And David, David and Thomas. And Thomas. Yeah. Perfect. Like Wendy's. Classic um, Chinese names. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, David and Thomas, That's uh, I'm probably going to say Jackie and Ewan. So. Yeah, I think that's um, good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to yeah. keep saying Sam Let's do it. instead yeah. of Moby, probably. Yeah. Um, so the two of them are uh, roommates, and you see them uh, waking up in the morning, and we get um, so great gags from the very beginning with like it looks like they're in two different rooms, but then <laughs> right, yeah. the, you see that it's all just one room that's all connected. Kind of a risque shot of Jackie in there. Yeah, no, good nice. Whitey tighties. <laughs> Jackie Chan. So I say Jackie Chan is looking good in this. He movie. makes yeah, the whitey tighties look quite quite sexy. And I like he is in insane, <laughs> insane shape. shape. I think that's right. probably the peak <laughs> of his physicality. Is this movie? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. and he, yeah. he had a rabid fan base in Japan at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why so many of the Japanese versions of Jackie's movies were different. They would have like different music and they were cut differently to right. try to yeah. kind of reemphasize them for his fan base. And actually mm-hmm. both Jackie and Yunbyu had uh, quite large fan bases at this point. And when you watch the movie, it's, it's, it's not hard to understand why. I mean, both of these guys are just magnetic. Yeah. That opening mm-hmm. training scene is just so awesome. Mm-hmm. It is. The camera's really like, making love to them yeah yeah, yeah. especially like, when they're doing the the dual sit-ups in the sweat it might be fake sweat but like the totally. slow-mo sweat it's oh yeah all the great. slow-mo where they're yeah, like doing like yeah. the arms back and forth and the sweat's just flying everywhere well, and it's cool True. it starts with this like wing chun dummy that like yun is like training on and then it kind of goes into some more modern like boxing and kickboxing stuff so it's a it's a nice little foreshadow actually of both the action and what i like about it is it's like you believe that these people are capable of fighting, so mm-hmm. you kind of mm-hmm. build that in to the story. But then it's so great when Ewan comes out of the bathroom, puts his glasses on, he turns into such a nerd. <laughs> yeah. But he's yeah, so also such a BA too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then we get, um, we get introduced to, uh, we get the first of very many uh, Raymond Chow-isms, because uh, like we said before, Raymond Chow was a producer that kind of emphasized on a lot of like, Sexual misunderstandings and screwball comedy stuff. A lot and of that's Golden Harvest we get movies the, do end up having that. Yeah, mm. the scummy neighbor. Is that what you're talking about? We get the, yeah, I was about to say this is where we get the scummy cheating neighbor. Oh, and it's, it's so like funny. the the wife's going after him and everything. And, <laughs> and they really uh, emphasize so nationality. He's like, I'm yeah. an Italian, so that's why I'm this way. Yeah, you're Chinese. Italian. So yeah, Italians yeah, are full of love. And I was like, all right, look, Italian. <laughs> it's our culture. Guy. 
There's a lot of scummy Italians in this movie, actually. But I think I some of that is trying to tell. But. They're kind of telegraphing <laughs> for like, yeah. <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> that's good. My last yeah, name's Tusseroni, by the right. way, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm Italian heritage. Yeah, there's, there's even more nationality than normal than would be normal in a movie like this because maybe it does take place in Spain. Yes, yeah. so there's a lot of talk about like, oh, you're worse than the Spaniards, or like, right. yeah, you Chinese yeah. walk down the stairs. That's another line. Yeah, and <laughs> and yeah, I think if they hadn't touched on that stuff, I I feel like Hong Kong audiences would have felt like, oh, what's up? Why aren't, right. why aren't you addressing this? You know? mm-hmm. uh, so they have uh, kind of back and forth. I don't I don't remember exactly how the scene ends, but. Well, he says, that's right. He, he says gets... something like, "You can't go out the door; she'll kill you." Right. Like, so they're like, "All right, we'll go out the window." So it seems like they have done this before, where they kind of just <laughs> bounce off the, the like. That's right. That's right. Awning, like it's like a trampoline, and then this. So okay, Jackie jumps down, and he's like, "Oh, that's beautiful." Yeah, right. And the shopkeep sees this, and he's kind of upset about it, and mm-hmm. he kind of realizes that. Um, David's gonna be jumping down next, so he draws the awning closed. Yeah, yeah. And then you and just he, fall straight down. So I went and I watched that in slow mo just to see like yeah, what's happening here. It's not and you and Bue. Yeah. Yeah, but it's crazy just to see somebody just jump off yep. the second floor and just land just on the slam street right yeah, on their it butt. Is, it right is their butt. butts. And I, that's that's the reason. Why, I mean, because we said before how you and Bue is like. Maybe the most uh, sort of ubiquitous doubler in in this period mm-hmm. of Hong Kong, but the reason that he's not doing a stunt like this, or you know, really Sam or Jackie wouldn't do a stunt like this either. Those big falls, uh, mm. I mean, that just really hurts and would take oh, such yeah. a long time to recover from. Yeah, it's best um, saying that. So it's usually the stunt double yeah, can go off. Specialty guys that yep. take those kind of falls, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the crazy thing is. I'm guessing this was probably not a one take thing. This no. was probably at least two, oh, no. two takes. It literally is taking one for the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. On the fanny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can kind of see when I slow mode it, you can kind of see he's got some padding on his butt and his legs, but oh, that's come good. on. Still, still it's a rough Still fall. crazy. So then this is whenever we're introduced to the truck. Yes. I, whenever they're like doing a, like a little car wash thing, and I, this truck is incredible. It's, yeah, it's a thing it's awesome. of beauty. Yeah, it's is really it a funny. van or is it a truck? It's it's a. I guess it's kind of a van. It's a van. Oh, I, van I think of it as a. I'm thinking of like food, food truck. truck. So yeah. right, 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 right. Truck. But it's sort of like so. bionic, supersonic, <laughs> with the uh, best '80s technology available. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Although we haven't the, seen I, it yet, but yeah, they're washing. Yeah, they're washing the car up. out in the street. It's great. Sure, sure. It's a 1983 Mitsubishi L300. Oh wow. Of course, yeah, it's yeah. Mitsubishi. Yeah, yeah Jackie had uh-huh. a big Mitsubishi sponsorship for oh, really? many years. See, so I was thinking so because there's a there. there is a great shot of just the big old Mitsubishi <laughs> logo right in the front yeah. a couple yeah. times in the movie. Also, the sort of gr- the sort of Spanish granny that uh, pops yeah, up later. Later on, <laughs> that's just yes. an advertisement. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That is. That's luckily I had my Mitsubishi here. I can handle. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So then they have kind of a, a misunderstanding and like splash a water bucket on a police officer that's walking by. Yeah. It's like Laurel and Hardy kind of, comedy. It's just yeah, classic. Yeah, very, yeah. very like, slapsticky. Uh, but then we get introduced to uh, Sam Hung's character, Moby. Yeah, and he's got this amazing 80s perm. <laughs> his, his hair is He's got like control. a jerry curl going yeah, on. <laughs> he, totally <laughs> he does. does. He totally is jerry <laughs> curl. And yeah, so he's walking into these offices and he has a key ring full of... 
these weird sort of lock like corkscrew lock picks yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah he's breaking into this office we're not entirely sure what he's doing but apparently he's done this before and it's the office of this other private detective uh mm. who's actually played by a hollywood actor named herb edelman and mm. uh, you might recognize him from the golden girls and carl and i recognize him from uh the original film the odd couple with walter yeah. and jack lemon oh great you huh. did have a familiar face but i didn't tie yeah, in I anything place that's it, awesome so. It's also funny because he's like a foot taller than yeah. Samo, and so yeah. you can tell that he's speaking English. And <laughs> yeah, Sam he's not speaking, speaking Cantonese. Cantonese. There's no way, and that's going to happen mm-hmm. throughout this whole movie. Where some yeah, character... a lot of people speaking Spanish, right. mm-hmm. but everyone's speaking Chinese or or English. If you're watching, but the it's right. funny, like given that barrier, the quality of the acting throughout the movie mm-hmm. is really strong, and you get the sense that the people really do understand each other. Right, but in this scene, we get introduced to the to kind of the um, Moby is Samo's characters to his whole, I guess, character arc is that he's, right. you know, he's super, he has, he's super eager and, you know, really wants to be a great private detective, but he's also like, he kind of knows what he's doing, but he also kind of doesn't. <laughs> right. They just have a whole, a whole back and forth talking about like a, a coded message and everything. Yeah. So that uh, the detective whose office it is, Matt, he leaves cause he's, concerned these people are after him and mm-hmm. then it's it's this great sort of sammo hung comedy moment he has his back turned and he's sort of like uh mock interviewing someone as though there was a client there and then mm-hmm. this uh like sort of butler looking client uh actually walks up and then they start talking and it's the kind of double take and then he gets wrapped up in an actual case like, kidnapping case yeah. right Right. Not not kidnap case, but like a like a missing person. Yeah, it seems something like that. They say there's this woman and then uh, her child, and at that point they yeah. don't indicate whether it's a man or a woman. But yeah, we get the this next beautiful scene, we get shot this of the beautiful van. shot yeah. of the van like going over a hill and like yeah. <laughs> bouncing. It back launches and forth. itself. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. It's like, do you guys know that shot in Ferris Bueller when the guys have sure. the Star yeah. Wars stars? Yeah. We get the, you know, the 80s terminal. (laughs) It's just so silly that they're using that technology to like open up the the van and take out, you know, all like the trays and stuff. It's just, why does it need to be robotic? It's 80s-tastic. Yeah. That was interesting, too. I kind of was like thinking of Knight Rider and like (laughs) Knight Rider came out in 82 and this was 84. So I don't know, like here's another connection. Maybe they were influenced by Knight Rider to add these kind of gadgets to mm-hmm. like later on you see it has some other stuff going on too yeah but. well there are also these movies there's this aces go places series in hong kong which is more of like mm. a crazy comedy with crazy vehicles and stuff and um there would be occasionally that kind of thing there so it's like yeah it seems like a little mix of east and west but it's cool they're basically in this sort of um like public square in mm-hmm. barcelona and like mm. so much of this movie, it really showcases like some of the most scenic, almost like postcard uh, locations in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And this is where they it set starts up their with food a, truck. the scene starts with a, a woman with like the big 
you know wavy dress like dancing mm-hmm. around and everything yeah. before they they draw well up there's literally a guy that's like painting stuff and then uh jackie is going around on the skateboard there's this awesome shot where he does like a backflip with so the skateboard the going skateboard. over yeah it's him. amazing yeah there's, there's some of the best skateboard stunts i've ever seen in a movie in this mm-hmm. movie it's so good yeah. there is this japanese performer uh shigeru ishihara who's doing some of the shots where uh mm-hmm. Where you know you can't really see Jackie's face, but Jackie does plenty of stuff. Yeah, he does see, some Jackie hard does stuff. a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah. And then there are shots where you can't, when you can't see his feet, uh, Jackie's on roller skates a lot of times. It definitely looked like it definitely looked like he was on roller skates more than uh-huh. on skateboard. Because he's like yeah. doing like like the, a, the spins and stuff, like very like you know like that Sonic or something. Well, it's just a classic like fifties way of delivering food too. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Uh, so then we're introduced to this um, bike gang that is basically in this scene and then kind of leaves the movie. Yeah, <laughs> despite, being, awesome. despite being really cool. Well, and it's um, cool that they're led by um, they're led by this like chi- yeah Chinese uh, leader and that person uh, the actor his name is Ko Xiao Liang. His nickname was Blackie Ko. Uh, not <laughs> this up. I saw that in the credits, but um, and he actually is responsible for all of the stunt uh choreography, like the vehicle oh, cool. choreography, the vehicle stunt, and stuff. he he did that for like the Winners and Sinners movies, I think, and actually I think for Police Story. So he was a, uh, and he, I guess he was considered something of like an evil Knievel of uh, China. I think he was from Taiwan, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I love that there's. This Didn't his mom ever tell him not to where dis- it's like not to misbehave? Yeah, it's like yeah, they're Chinese great. and Spanish people that like mm-hmm. all speak Cantonese in this version. Mm-hmm. Of well, what's so funny about that bike? Gang I just noticed. Is- sorry, I'm, I'm I'm watching. I'm watching. Kind of scrubbing back through the movie. I just noticed that the the lead guy that that Blackie plays has a Motorhead sticker on the front <laughs> oh, of his yeah, bike. Yeah. Cool. That's perfect. Yeah, and they got the black leather jackets. What's so funny mm. about the bike gang is it's so classic '80s. It's like. It's yeah. such a mm-hmm. classic type of, you know, threat for the good guys. And they're just yeah, so over yeah. the top. Like, what are they even doing there? They're just being such jerks. Yeah, just bullies. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it's funny that in some ways they get way more than they deserve. Like, they get the absolute crap eaten out of them, which is like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they deserve that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah one, of the, one of the shots you kind of see in trailers for this movie is when, yeah, you and Bu and Jackie jump kick. The dual kick. The, yeah, they jump kick the bikers. I like, yeah, at the end when I guess Blackie Ko is doing those kung fu poses. It's like yeah. this kind of, we're not threatened by you at all. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that one shot, good. dual kick in slow-mo, is one of the coolest shots. Yeah. I think and I if you see it. the bloopers... Um, it, yeah, there's a couple of those. There's a, yeah, it was quite a few takes to, to try to get that, I which you could bet. understand. But So they take out this um, dirt bike gang that kind of you know introduces how insanely capable uh, Jackie and, yeah. and you and Bue are. And the crowd in the uh, square like applauds them yep. when they take mm-hmm. care of Which is also guys. very 80s. <laughs> so then the uh, next scene um, cuts back to them going to uh, a mental hospital where they're going to uh, visit you uh, and father. As they're driving there, then their tire gets punctured, so they have to stop on the side of the road and change the tire. And there's yeah. this funny little gag where... Do you have a magnet? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jackie's mm-hmm. like, you have a magnet? Well, why would I need a magnet? Well, if I had a magnet, I could lower it down the grate. Well, why, like, would, why you would you do you that? Well, then <laughs> the magnet that's, could get these. That's where the nuts are. Yeah. <laughs> why are the and nuts? then the mental patient like tells them this really smart idea on how to take one nut from each tire. 
Yeah. Mm. And yeah, the mental yeah. patient who has this plastic, uh, like sand pail. If you've recognized him, um, that's, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Ng and he's like a famous, mm. um, yeah. Hong Kong comedy actor. He's um, one of the lucky stars, is he not? Yeah, totally. And then also uh, John Sham, who's inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see him in a few minutes. He's also one of the lucky stars too. So, yeah, all these guys were flew out to uh, uh, were flown out to Barcelona to be part of this movie, which is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I remember him from that. I mentioned this movie a couple of times to you, Marty. It's it's called Lord. Of the, well, I saw it as Lord of the Wu Tang. It's got like four different names. Oh, sure. But he <laughs> plays a character in that movie. I think he's like a vampire, but they do a bunch of goofy gags in that movie where he gets stabbed and he's like, oh, I don't want to waste my own blood. So he starts licking his fingers. <laughs> it's a bunch of goofy stuff. But also that whole lesson with taking one nut from each tire to mm-hmm. use on the one that you lost that mm-hmm. strangely enough, that's like a lesson that's always stuck with me. And I'm like, Someday yeah. I'm gonna be able to use that. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. That's yeah, a, it's really clever. It's just a f- now. Yeah. I don't like that. Now I, I don't know a huge amount about cars, but I would say use that to get you where you need to go, and, and then, then fix and it. then get. But that's the what he nuts. says. Yeah, to an authorized. <laughs> that's what the mechanic. guy said. He said it'll at least get you to town. But like yeah, yeah. that scene demonstrates something that is so great about this movie is like not only is it like funny for like kung fu standards it's like legitimate there's like good comedy there are in some this movie. I got some legit belly laughs yeah and like I think that character is so funny where he's like there's a difference between stupidity and like <laughs> mental illness <laughs> yeah 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 it's just great <laughs> uh, so then they go in they visit uh, his uncle or it's his uncle Uncle Chan so it's Thomas's yep. uncle but it's but I, I think that's just kind of the affectionate sort of like a yeah. Chinese, like he's your uncle. But it is David's father. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they go in and he's he's like saying there's a bunch of kind of, you know, stereotypical middle patient, like the guy that thinks he's a clock and the guy that's yep. <laughs> laughing at his own jokes, but then stops laughing at his own jokes because he's heard it too many times. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, Uncle Chan is just sitting like fishing in a in a water basin. Yep. But then he says, like, how am I going to catch any fish in a water basin? It's like, right. And they, they right. sort of take that as a sign of well, he's, getting he's getting better. He's getting better. And uh, this actor, he's awesome. <laughs> Paul Chang. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, back in the day, he was a big Shaw Brothers star. They sort of. Uh, tried to make him something of like a Chinese 007. Mm. Um, I can hmm. see oh. that. Yeah, there was. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what uh, what one of those films was. Uh, oh, I think there's a movie called like Golden Buddha. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, so, uh, so pretty distinguished um, leading man uh, back home. And uh, then we get introduced to basically Sandra Bullock. She looks so much like Sandra. So much, so much she better. Like Sandra Bullock, but you're right. She does look in a this one, like in this Sandra first Bullock. scene especially because she does a big, never big hair flip that. and slow motion. Um, so like a speed. Then, you're talking like sort of speed era Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like nineties. Like just her facial structure just looks really similar. Interesting. I, don't know. I guess I, think I could like see Bullock. what you're. Yeah, she's really pretty though. I think in her Anyways, own right, she's, she's, um, she's very yeah. Lovely. That was a uh, Lola Forner is the actress. Yep. she had been, and she's like a. Ch- uh, uh, Spanish like supermodel. Right? Yeah, she was Miss Spain, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it was like '79 or something. And mm-hmm. so uh, she apparently spoke very little English at this time. And mm. uh, Samo and Jackie and Yoon Byu also spoke very little English. And so she's speaking Spanish in her scenes, and they're speaking Cantonese. But there's a really great connection. <laughs> yeah. And actually, 
they had such a good experience uh, working together that uh, she also appeared in um, what was mm-hmm. called Armor of God mm-hmm. in America. It was called Operation Condor 2, Armor of God, and released many years later. But she's the love interest of Jackie in that film. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. she's responsible for some of the funniest and coolest moments of the movie. It's like the fact that like Ewan and Jackie are like kind of fighting over her and are so mm-hmm. nervous. And it's like that's one element that they're not like – strong when it comes to women mm-hmm. they're just absolute right. schmucks and just, just how beautiful she is and that she's just such a from like a different like world than they mm-hmm. are it's just really funny yeah. it's great and that they they're both fawning over and like fighting with each other over her yeah. but she has zero interest in either of right. them right mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. also i you know more sort of mature in a lot of departments than than they are so yeah, yeah. it makes for a more interesting dynamic obviously and that she's the a criminal around. too that <laughs> that has yeah. something to do with that's it. also yeah. interesting so that yeah that takes us to our next scene so mm-hmm. they're serving food at night and it definitely seems like they're in like the red light district yeah Uh, and um this is you know them doing their business and you see all the ladies walking around and you see some people ladies of the night yeah yeah and then all of a sudden it cuts and you see that sylvia is there doing her thing as well charging a lot more than the others (laughs) right right there's a little back and forth with that yeah and then thomas or jackie's character walks by and kind of stops her. in his tracks yeah recognizes her and you can you can tell that she's embarrassed to have been mm. spotted but um, then then, <laughs> then this like stereotypical cowboy this yeah kind of i know this i was thinking like, johnny america john. just walks by <laughs> yeah, like no literally he's a john like he literally <laughs> yeah. you know um right. she steals his wallet and mm-hmm. uh makes quick work of him and then hides mm-hmm. in the in the van yeah, because prior to this, uh, we're really kind of confused by her because when we met her at the asylum, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. she just seemed like sort of the sweet daughter of uh, Uncle Chan's love interest. And then it, we're curious. It's like, oh, is she actually a prostitute? And then we can oh, see, she's oh, a she's a thief. So and, and Ewan is so happy to see her again, his silly little <laughs> yeah. smile. Like the great oh, little right. joke when she's like, shh. And then he, he makes that sound, but he puts like the, the spatula up to his mouth and burns <laughs> right, himself. It's like burning. It's yeah. just, he's adorable <laughs> yeah, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is totally adorable. So then they, they take her back to, to their place because the cops are looking for her. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The co- yeah. She, she steals the guy's wallet and hides in their food truck. And then the police are looking around. Um, and Ewan knows that she's still in there, but Jackie doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, until until he basically says, oh, she's just in the back, and then she just pops right. out. Yeah, and then we have, it's, you know, we've definitely had some kind of, like, awkward sexual tension in some of the movies we talked about. Like you were saying, like, a lot of the Wong Jing-style comedy has that. Um, but Wheels on Meals, I think, has is so pitch much. perfect in a lot of these scenes in a way that a lot of other mm-hmm. Hong Kong films really Yeah, it's aren't. just such a great gag. You know, they're all, they're, he brings her a pillow, and then he brings her, the other one brings him her sheets, and then he gets a glass of water. Oh, milk tastes better than water. And it's just this great, <laughs> it's just like classic comedy stuff. And there's also yeah, this... Yeah, they're trying to one-up each other. Yeah, there's like a culture clash side to it, too, that is definitely intentional and is, I think, part For of For sure. Film. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's great. <laughs> I like that, uh, Vardy, in your notes, you have written down, Samo Smooth Criminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his yes. hat and his uh, yeah, He right. walks in with this very uh, 
if if the smooth criminal outfit was was black instead of white right and he has the white gloves and he has the white gloves and like a white tie on a black and the person even says you look like you're dressed up for a funeral <laughs> well yeah i mean in general like one of the stars of this movie is the jackets can we talk about the yes. jackets oh the jacket oh, game is on shoulder oh, pads oh my gosh yeah. the pink jackets the, white, the pink turquoise jacket, jacket of jackie mm-hmm. oh so good it's yeah. ridiculous Samu's jackets jackie's jackets uh, uh <laughs> what you said lolo is her the actress's name she has some Sylvia. sweet jackets too yeah it's ah, oh, it's great yeah, uh, but so in this scene, um, Samo's going in trying to like kind of get into like the criminal underworld to try to figure out where the this this uh, missing person is. Oh, right. And he the the gag here is that he keeps getting uh, he keeps getting offered glasses of wine. <laughs> right. Says, "Well, I can just have one glass of wine," and, and then he just plastered. downs the entire glass each time. And it, and it seems to be a restaurant full of like really large men. I think the joke is that. They're like larger than Samo, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, oh. Sam, Samo's not <laughs> shy at, uh, about poking fun at his his mm-hmm. own weight, um, but yeah, he he's says he's for looking for Fatso. yeah a guy named Fatty. But I also love this scene too, where it's like you can tell they're all there's so much camaraderie here, and they're so friendly with Samo's character. But it's like again, it's this sort of like Spanish Chinese like immersion. Yeah. That's I don't know. It's real. It's really charming. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, um, a little bit after this, they cut back to uh, David and Thomas, and of course they got swindled. So Sylvia's mm-hmm. made her way, and yeah. there's a little bit of a thing. Yeah, the night before, where that That's Italian right, neighbor, like, there's another whole interaction. But in that, in the midst of that little gag. She ends up stealing his keys, yep. so she drives off. Well, how funny and, is it uh, that she's able to seduce him, who's already hiding from some other transgression? He gets seduced in yeah. like twenty seconds. It's like yeah. instant. Yeah, it's, and then it's she immediately instant. steals his wallet. But it has nothing yep. to do with the fact he's Italian, Matthew. Oh well, yeah, it's entirely due that he's a cheating scumbag. Right. But <laughs> and also the 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 wife has like a legit shotgun. Is, <laughs> yeah, that's like, right. To shoot them. Yeah, and it's, it's like oh, one of the only guns in the movie, actually. Mm-hmm. That, oh, you're so right. Oh, we also yeah. uh, forgot to say uh, the boys have what seems like a clever gag, which is to take most of the money out of their wallet. Not all of it, because they don't want to <laughs> wound her pride or have her lose face yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so funny. But then when they wake up in the morning, the money in the wallet's there, but she's found their secret stash. Well, again, <laughs> that's just classic mm-hmm. comedy. Uh, yeah. It just yeah. reminds me of like Laurel and Hardy or something. Right. Really good. Really and I good. love that the that Jackie says, like, oh, hiding it underneath the yeah. hiding in the drawer. Everyone's going to look in the drawer. And then he looks in his shoe, and the shoe's empty, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so she makes her way off with the with uh the neighbor i think his name is dino she she yeah, makes her dino. way off with this car but in the midst of things she ends up getting into a, like a fender bender with moby so <laughs> yeah. he doesn't realize who she is but she ends yeah. up stealing his wallet too ridiculous yeah instantly takes advantage of the situation mm-hmm. and then she's also really clever she says something about like oh yeah my brother says that i can't right. drive here's his card and right. the, their neighbor has left his business cards in the dash so yep. <laughs> she's pretty much scott scott free yeah, quick thinking great. so but eventually trouble's going to catch up to somebody yep. like that, right? So she right. goes back to her place and um, there's like some goons just waiting for her. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, she totally. begins to get assaulted. But Moby, I forget how he ends up. Because he had got. Oh, that's that address. the address. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. the address that he got. So mm-hmm. he ends up going over there. Saving doors her. locked. But they're covering up her mouth. But she, she kicks, kicks the, the keys. keys out from yeah, under the door. Yeah. So he kind of realizes, oh, something weird's going on. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like your first kind of. Um, kind of fight scene you know mm-hmm. kind so of so he's yeah. fighting all the yeah kind First of just plot, a little, plot i mean i guess we had a little fight, fight scene. scene with the motorcycle game. well th- what's interesting mm-hmm. one th- one thing i made on my notes here is that the movie is really you're kind of yearning for a true fight scene and you have all these like fake fight scenes where the mm-hmm. the bad guys don't fight they don't know how to fight so it's like samo's yeah, beating yeah. up all these guys easily jackie and you are beating up the bikers easily like so we get mm-hmm. cool moments but we don't actually get a true like fight as far as like a two-way fight until very late in the movie yeah Yeah, it's interesting because they uh chose to have most of the villains be uh westerners of some kind Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. the bulk of them are these henchmen that can't really fight back anything yeah there really are only two fighters in the group and those Mm -hmm. are uh are sort of imported martial arts stars keith vitale and benny the jet urquidas and since we don't get them till late he's in the movie, amazing. Oh, he's amazing. He's one of the best that. parts of the movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, all about. So yeah, there's, it's kind of interesting. But the movie is actually so entertaining. You kind of don't realize that there there aren't really fair fights. But it works to its way, advantage because, like I said, it's building up the anticipation so that when you finally get mm-hmm. Benny, and even just that little taste of a one on one Benny and Jackie fight, you're just like, oh, this is gonna yeah. be good, and yeah. it yeah. is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whenever Samo gets, uh, he gets back into the apartment, but immediately gets um, knocked down, beaten up a little bit, um, and the the men get away with uh, Sylvia, and then um, Samo walks in. He has a sweet like trench coat on, has oh, man, like sunglasses, in a really great location he's, too. They're like in. He's kind of looks like kind of like, like a, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of got like a Morpheus thing going on with oh, like totally. the round, the circular sunglasses and everything. Um, but he meets back up with the client that he met with initially, and they have a whole kind of exchange. But that leads to uh, Moby trying to meet up with yeah, David and uh, ja- yeah, David and Thomas with Jackie and you and the nightclub. And this is the most '80s nightclub oh, in the universe. It looks like, so non-threatening and like just like innocent, doesn't it? Compared to like nightclubs yeah. nowadays. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for and sure. And also, it, it's it's really kind of a lot s- of bad dancing. <laughs> and it's like it's satisfying to now realize, like, oh, all three of these characters know each other. They have some kind of history. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's just building up for that amazing like Three Musketeers quality of like. You know, three three heroes, heroes three. It's like building yeah. up yeah. to that point, <laughs> you know. And, and so you've cool. got these different plots that kind of started outside of each other, and you kind of starting to see them weave together. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And even in a scene like this, that's pretty much dialogue heavy, um, and it's kind of more about the location. There's still it's so engaging watching the three of these together, mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. it is they're doing, and you really, I think get a sense of their their history i mean these they're practically like brothers having grown up together in this sort of boarding mm-hmm. school environment yeah and um they just they seem to understand each other's timing whether it's you know talking or miming or fighting it's oh man <laughs> and no matter so what they're doing there's always a little extra clever way that they do it <laughs> right. yeah so like comedy throughout the whole thing like even in the yeah. fights like some of the most creative funny 
you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll get to that when we get to more like the castle fights later. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's so many funny moments. But Samu's trying to kind of get get information out of them, but they're like not trying. They're trying to like kind of hold back. At one point, they say they're going to go dance. So the three of them are just terribly dancing on the dance yeah. floor. <laughs> like it's bad. You can tell it's that kind of thing where there's no actual music playing, and so yeah, just yeah, they're, they're just kind of like yeah, it's kind of moving. Uh, <laughs> but then they like they're trying to say it, the music's too loud, and they keep moving closer and closer to the speaker. Uh, and then there's the great bit where Samu's saying, like, you're worse than the Spaniards, and then they pull the plug <laughs> immediately, and everyone yeah. hears them screaming that. You know what? The Spanish may be assholes, but you're a lot worse. What was that? I can't hear you. The music's too loud. Speak up. I said the Spanish are assholes. Sorry. I didn't mean it. Very funny. I'm laughing. Again, a lot of kind of like, just like a lot, I don't know, I wouldn't say racism, but just a lot of very nationalistic (laughs) comments. Yeah, nationalistic is the way to put it. Yeah, David and Thomas are leaving. That's right. And uh, they bump into Sylvia and she's running away and they're like, oh, you know, like they won't kind of want to confront her about uh, stealing their stuff, but But there's a group of dudes there. Yeah, well, and then some dudes. so they, they very briefly kind of beat them up, Ooh. and then mm-hmm. and then they turn around, and she's gone, and then Ewan does this great like cartoon, like Looney right. Tunes head turn, roll back to the camera, like oh, it's just yeah. so funny because yeah, by then the police have shown up and mm-hmm. they're just clarifying, they're like, okay, so you're beating these guys up whose wallet <laughs> was stolen by this person, and yeah. you're their accomplices. <laughs> yeah. It's like yep. oh. Yeah, and then yeah. the whole thing too, where the cop grabs at them and they just slip out of their shirts and run away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And yeah, even though these really guys good. don't fight back, the choreography is so mm-hmm. inventive in these little bursts. So here. you get a little mm-hmm. bit of that kind of fight, kind of you know energy that you that you want, but just yeah. a taste. Mm-hmm. And I love whenever they um, they get back in the car and go back home, and they're like they're wearing their aprons as, as <laughs> yeah. clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah classic look for this movie. Uh, and then so this run is when they, into Sylvia again. Yeah. Like in there. They apartment. confront her. Yeah. So they're like, all right, you, you, you know, David and Thomas are there. Like, this is our chance. We got to like corner her and, you know, ask her about what's going on. And uh, David just is so bad at these situations. Like he can't <laughs> say anything. He's like, mm, yeah, yeah. Definitely and, not anything negative. <laughs> Right, Thomas is in the background, like, "Come on, what are you doing?" And then Thomas eventually does confront her, but insults her, and, <laughs> and then she, she smacks him. him. He's like, "I'm just the messenger. Why did you?" Slap That's me? so funny because it was like it was almost like good cop, bad cop, but they're both idiots. Yeah, <laughs> right. totally, totally, totally. Yeah, and I love that. So t- then, yeah, Thomas, like, he talks a big game, but he's sort of just as shy. He's as, just as bad as David. As David. Yeah. For yeah. sure, for sure. So in the midst of all of this, they end up just hiring her. Mm. <laughs> And, yeah, and, like yeah, to be a waitress with the, with the food truck. When she's working for them, she's got some huge shoulder pads, too. Ooh, oh, yeah, and then we outfit. have, like, one of the greatest sort of 80s montage moments where... It's mm-hmm. awesome. The two friends yep. are skateboarding, yeah. like, in tandem, basically. Yep. Just isn't happy this, isn't this Jackie singing, or...? Uh, in the credits, yep. it's Jackie singing. I think okay. it's probably some okay. of that. But I this, this is maybe a good time course. to mention how amazing the score is. It's so fun and catchy. Mm. 
It, it is. sounds like video yeah. game music. It's very yeah. melodic <laughs> and silly. There is some legit just Genesis sounds yeah. coming out. I mean, in it's the incredibly of cheesy. Uh, it's not like oh yeah, you know, it's not gonna like make anyone cry or anything. Said with it's, love. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> it's so fun. I just love the soundtrack to this movie. Yeah, it's really good. I always hate that too because like whenever I find something, I'm like, yeah, I really like this. But then if I break it down, I'm like, oh, it sounds like video game music. All I like is video game music. <laughs> yeah, like, the, uh, main, the main theme just is just in whenever whenever I watch this movie. Yeah, it's just in my head for for weeks. Yeah, that trumpet theme mm-hmm. is great, and I think helps to capture the the Barcelona flavor a little. And then there's this sort of love theme in the strings for Sylvia's character. That's mm-hmm. also really memorable. Yeah, the the composers are Chris Barbita and Tang Su Yam did the music oh. yeah and they're apparently oh. they were a team i think in uh, a handful of hong kong movies at this time yeah that's honestly one of my favorite parts of the movie is just the soundtrack it's really good and then that too because i got the blu-ray it's like a japanese release oh yeah you have the spartan Wheels. x blu-ray right so yeah i have that and actually there's a lot of different uh background music there's a different theme so we didn't talk about this during the actual recording of the episode but listening through the Spartan X soundtrack, it turns out that one of the songs sounds really, really similar to uh, a certain video game village theme. So just, just, just take a listen to this. like a more high energy thing i like it a lot but i also really like the the regular yeah. score too but it was interesting like what you were saying before marty how jackie was so popular in japan that they really put a lot of effort into localizing those movies over there mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's really it's really fascinating kind of looking at the if if you get a chance to kind of compare and contrast the different versions of these movies we may, i think we may have left off there's there's the car chase which comes next i believe that's oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's next i God, i love the car chase which is really oh, cool it is, uh, it is so good so uh so samo's trying to seize sylvia as a waitress and just, like grabs her and tries to like say you know people are coming after you and everything and she says that like that she'll she'll trust him and then immediately kicks him in the groin and runs away <laughs> But nobody, then, nobody allows themselves to take a beating like Sammo. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have yeah. to remind yourself like, oh, no, he's the director. Like, he's kind of asking for all this. And mm-hmm. he's sort of comfortable. And not just in this movie. Almost every Sammo movie, he, it's like he likes to give himself a black eye or right. some kind of, you know, strange injury or look. And I don't know. He's what a what a trooper, you know, Sammo. <laughs> yeah, so, so then those goons, oh. yeah, they get in some cars and they... They're That's right. They they get like a they get a little girl to to order something for them, and Sylvia comes around the corner, and they kidnap her mm-hmm. from there. Yep. Right. Uh, yep. So this so car the three chase. of them, the three of them start like trying to like going back and forth, trying to get Sylvia. And yeah. Samu gets a Samu gets a, like a stool at some point and oh, starts yeah, beating bench. people yeah, over with that. Yeah, this is the only that. time we have like a tag team with mm-hmm. uh, Yun Byu and Samu. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, and Yun Bio does that amazing leap off the stairs. Too, really cool. Yeah, yes. Yun Bio is just such an acrobatic like performer. Mm-hmm. Like his fights incorporate so much like cool like just like gymnastics and flipping. It's just it's very unique. 
but this car chase, like I was not expecting a car chase because you had mentioned the the castle fight at the end before. Oh, sure. I was not expecting this car chase. <laughs> right, this and is it is not by the numbers at chase. all. It is so mm-hmm. memorable. Like the fastest way to get in my heart is an awesome eighties car chase. Right. <laughs> The There's nothing like that... seeing a bunch of cars and you know they're all real cars. Real right. people are driving them uh-huh. and doing all these crazy spins and everything. Yeah. I'm sorry. I keep cutting over you. Oh, no, a good double feature, I think, uh, for you, Matthew, would be uh, to watch uh, Winners and Sinners sometime. It also okay. actually it has not only Jackie Chan roller skating, uh, which is <laughs> incredible, amazing, and it has uh, features of all, all three of the guys, but it's kind of a big ensemble cast. Is that the ridiculous mm-hmm. But that has pile-up? one of the most incredible pile-ups. I believe it's in Winners and Sinners, not Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars. Yeah, I think it's in Winners and Sinners. That's ridiculous. It's a pile-up of, <laughs> of the most amount of cars I've ever it's, seen. It's not even, Matthew. Like, like Blues Brothers level yeah, of, of more, more. So, Matthew, really? it's not necessarily that it's like this amazing car show. It's just the pile-up is hilariously <laughs> big and long. It's It's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, in the middle of this car chase, we get that funny little ad for Mitsubishi. Yeah, <laughs> my was, car can handle it, which right. which is great. But there's that great slow mo shot where their van um, is like weeping over this overpass, and then yeah. it's, like, landing on these boxes, and all these guys are yeah, like, boxes full jumping of, like, off the boxes whatever. just mm-hmm. in time. Yeah. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's such a an '80s cliche of like the the car like running into all the fruit and to go smashing everywhere. Ah, oh, it's so good. And then the car just drives off, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's right, like right, all right, right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some really great shots too that are like really long shots of them going through some kind of landmarks in Spain. Oh yeah, and it's just beautiful. So I looked into these because I was like, oh, I could probably find out where these are. So. Mm. There's a long, like, kind of a big roundabout. It's called the Plaza de España. Yeah. So they I'd drive through that. there. And then there's something that looks like the Arc de Triomphe. It's actually right. called Arco de Triomfo. It's like the same thing. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. So they go through there. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to look this up. And they're, like, Google really Maps. far apart from each other. They're, like, right? six hours away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's so funny. It's pretty funny. It's like this... This car chase is so epic. It lasted yeah. six hours. Right. Yeah. What's, what's so cool is it's like, I feel like um, so many of the Hong Kong directors were used to, to having to be so resourceful with mm-hmm. like basically the same few sets and the same stretch of land again and again. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could almost be used for the tourism bureau or something. <laughs> like Samo <laughs> takes advantage of the location incredibly yeah. well. Like, yeah, for there's sure. always something interesting on that's what makes the movie mm-hmm. so you like interesting on a unique level is like all the locate lo- all the locales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of this kind of goofy gadget stuff on the. Oh, that's yeah, so they, like yeah, spring, like spring the condiments. Yeah, spring the so Let's try oil now. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And then at the kind of at the end of it, it's like. Moby's kind of hanging out of the van, and they hit a bump, <laughs> and, and he, like, flies flying. out. Poor Moby. But it's so weird because like, there's, like, you this... you stop, right? Yeah. There's, yeah, they just keep going. That's that's a weird thing. But I also think the score for that moment is kind of dark. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. There's, like, this synth, like, hard synth, like, mm-hmm. strike. It sounds really scary. Like, oh, my God, is he dead? <laughs> right. And because he does the, uh, like, what you've talked about before, I think, Matthew, the... Um, yeah, the, the kung fu, yeah, uh, the kung fu and like, then uh, falling over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so you're kind of worried. But but it happens so fast, and 
I don't know. Yeah. And they immediately like yeah, that immediate like in the next scene he just pops out. So it's like Yeah, so he's like, ah, he was fine. Dorothy. I don't know why that happened to begin with. That's funny, but Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when he pops out in the next scene, so it's like the the three of them, um, Sylvia and David and Thomas returning back to their apartment and not only does Samo surprise them, but he sort of jumps out behind the couch, yeah. almost like yeah. saying "boo" or something. And that's it's a really cute scene. Though. Yeah, because just saying how he's a he's a terrible detective in in my house. But you really feel for him. I mean, he's basically he's been trying the best that he can with very limited resources. But he's a bumbling detective. At <laughs> yeah. the end of the day, that's yeah. even what what's the way that they all describe him? Well, and then Unlikely someone detective. mentions at one point that like, yeah. oh, he wishes he were Columbo. And I had forgotten about that line because at the very end of the movie, he's basically dressed like Columbo. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, before that, we get a really brief scene where we get introduced to the, I think you've written down the big bad. Oh, right. Um, and that's where we're introduced to the idea of that he's like a fencer and he just basically says the whole, you know, oh, you let the girl get away. Ah. Right. And, and I think he's, yeah, Mr. Modale something. Yeah, and there uh, is officially. Uh, he's the, a, he was the, a famous Spanish actor. Well, the term "baddies" is is used by Samo to describe oh, right. the bad guy, so we can't say he's a baddie. <laughs> and even yeah. in this, even in this scene, and yeah, I don't think there would have been any way around it. Uh, very evident that Yoon Byu is doing most of the fencing. Oh yeah, yeah. you can totally see it, and, and it, it's, it's funny hilarious because he doesn't even match his hairstyle. Yeah, right. yeah. And you'll see him wearing the fencing mask, and you can mm-hmm. just see his face underneath the mask. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I think I think that's a pretty clever kind of concession, and at least that final fight when they put the fencing mask it on works it really well helps a little bit. But I imagine they're in sort of a bind. You know, they didn't have performers that they had a good working relationship with. That you know, maybe Caucasian performers that could double or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but. Anyways, we should just say, like, apparently Yun Byu is an incredible Amazing fencer. fencer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's figure. just ridiculous. Uh, so then the, the the bad guys show up. And in the in the scene before, we get introduced to, what would you say, Benny and what was the other guy's name? Vitaly. Keith, oh, yeah, Keith Vitaly. Yeah. Keith Vitaly, yeah. Both He's really like good. a karate um, champ. Yeah. yeah, they're the they're the two white guys that can fight in the movie. Yeah, they're both both Americans actually. Mm. Oh, cool! In real life, yeah. Uh, in some ways, I feel like we should have dedicated like so much of this episode just talking about Benny and yeah. like Jackie and that fight and mm-hmm. and just how incredibly magical mm-hmm. that is. Their we, chemistry. Yeah. We should oh. put a, a link in the show notes to uh, there's an interview on YouTube that's from the Hong Kong Legends DVD where it's like a contemporary interview with Benny Urquidez. And anyway, it's hard not to love the guy, but he talks yeah. in depth about working on the movie. And I don't know, I almost tear up a little when he talks mm. about working with Jackie and the two of them just kind of understanding each other and finding a rhythm. Mm-hmm. You can see it on screen, man. It's it's ridiculous. They mm-hmm. they really, he is like the bizarro Jackie Chan. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. such a great foe. Yeah. And apparently on mm-hmm. set, he said that, Jackie would always want to come over and talk to him in private yeah, to, he pr- just, to practice his English. <laughs> he'd like steal him away. Like he's like, he yeah. just, even though they didn't really understand each other, he just, right. he just wanted to talk with him. His like power and his speed are just mm-hmm. a thing to behold. But we get a little taste of their big fight at this point because they, they meet up in like an alleyway and uh, Jackie and Yoon take care of the other guys. No problem. Yeah. But then uh, Benny and Keith Vitale, show up and they're like you know all cocky and stuff and then they just start beating the crap out of them and and both and look at each other and like oh they're they're strong and fast let's run yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's great just book it <laughs> yeah it's good and so it's a little tease 
And then they tease. run into. Uh, we've talked about how like the locations, are, the locations are always so rich mm-hmm. in this movie. Uh, they go to another really uh, rich location. It's sort of this underground sewer sort of thing where it seems like mm-hmm. maybe like it's like homeless citizens or something of Barcelona yeah. live. Mm-hmm. And so they're mm-hmm. kind of hiding there amongst uh, amongst these people that they don't know. And yeah, a lot of good gags there. But uh, I think yeah, it, it balances the sort of humor and. The, the fear of, you know, not being caught by, yeah. by mm-hmm. these guys, too. So then we go to a uh, quick scene on um, the top of a cathedral, which is another just, like, how did they get up there? Like, why yeah. are they up there? But it looks really cool. Um, but this is where the original clients, like, sees that they have um, Sylvia, and they threaten to throw him off. And there's this awesome shot where, like, they show the guy's hat falling yeah. off and it just mm-hmm. tracks it all the way down to the ground. It's really yeah. something. In the very opening shot of the movie where it has the title uh, um, and you see this cathedral at night, this is that same yep. cathedral. I think it's, yeah, oh, cool. it's called cool. the Sagrada Familia. It's like a church that they began constructing in 1882. It's, it's not still even constructing finished yet. It, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's still, they're still making it. it was, that's a lot more recent than I would have expected. And I think it was, huh. it was uh, Antonio Gaudi is the architect, the I think. architect, yeah. Yeah, that hot that hat shot is crazy. It's so far away. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of re- you it kind of reveals the plot where it's like um, this man commissioned Moby to find her, and he was actually related to her family. He was a butler, and he wanted to get to Sylvia to let her know that unless they can contest this um, uh, Mondale or whatever his name is, yeah, he'll yeah. take over like the the family yeah 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 and that uh, he's wealth so i think he's technically like her uncle actually because i say he's yeah something like that he's the brother of her father and she um she was i guess like a uh, an illegitimate child um Mm -hmm. but it's funny because they uh, uh david and thomas had been jokingly referring to her as like a princess but mm-hmm. here we find out that she is a sort of like yeah royalty, yeah in a is, way yeah. Cool. I also love the early. I think it was an earlier scene. Martin was saying that oh we should make a, a gif out of it when he finds out that oh now your brothers your oh, brother and sisters up. yeah, yeah and, so and then he just does up. the tantrum yeah. on the floor he tosses himself to the ground <laughs> yeah nice. so <laughs> funny oh man this next um, scene's really weird too so they yeah. come up with this wacky plan to get into the mental facility <laughs> oh that's right yeah, yeah. and sam yeah, looks and sam, yeah. so funny he's, yeah he's sam pretends up. to be insane and yeah. the other ones pretend to be uh doctors and sylvia pretends to be a nurse and their doctor outfits are so dumb like they're very <laughs> yeah. clearly wearing wigs and mustaches yeah these like blonde haired wigs and stuff it's but yeah really then cool. then after that is when we first get the i believe the first kind of one-on-one with with benny and jackie that's like oh this is gonna yes. be great. Yeah, yeah yeah like carl said it's there's it turns out that uncle chan kind of proposes to gloria so mm-hmm. they're gonna mm-hmm. get they're gonna get married so that seems sort of happy but yeah as they're escaping there's this the front end of a bulldozer blocking their mm-hmm. way and yeah. um she turns and out you're you not and... supposed to punch because it hurts <laughs> real bad right yeah. <laughs> uh samo jumps over the bulldozer right, right. try to get into it um and then jackie comes around the other side and gets ambushed by by benny yeah and they get they get jacked up that's another thing i love about these movies is the leading men are not afraid of getting beat up right yep. yeah and that there's a thing that 
I mean, it, it goes back quite a ways in Hollywood fights where it always is sort of, it's almost like RPG fights where it's very <laughs> even back and forth. Sure. You know what I mean, it's like, it's my turn to punch you. No, it's so my you, turn. You just won't, yeah, you yeah. won't block it and you'll just be punched. It's super effective. Punched, you know, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this like all of the films we've been watching, there's such artistry to, to how this plays out. And then, um, so yeah, not only do our heroes get beat up, but actually, uh, a lot of people get kidnapped. Um, I think Uncle Chan gets, or no, Uncle Chan is just knocked out. But he's then, knocked yeah, out. Gloria and Sylvia are kidnapped. They legit get captured and are brought into the dungeon of a, of a castle. Yeah, like an actual like, is Spanish that? castle. How perfect is mm. that for the final location? And I feel like again, like you could almost have a whole episode just talking about the castle scene. It's just <laughs> that's safe. There's They're, so um, many great things happening at the same time. I don't, I don't know exactly how long this episode's going to be, but and everyone that's listening right now probably is looking down and be like, how is this episode almost halfway over whenever <laughs> there's only 10 minutes left in the movie? <laughs> this scene. Right. It's amazing. Gosh, everything in this scene is amazing. The first yeah. thing like that the last is 20 minutes unique just, about it ugh. is that it, only in like a kung fu movie where uh, he's like hiding under her dress and then he just makes himself known and they're all having dinner together. It's not what you'd expect. It's not like he's hiding and then the bad guy's going to find him eventually. It's just everything's There's out so in the open. Charm. And then all of a sudden, very quickly, he just sprays soup on, on the main baddie. And then it's just, yeah. it's on. It's but, on. Well, we should say it's um, it's like this great sort of like multi-tiered thing because yep. we get... All uh, three of them. Yeah, we get have, sort of... They're a, trying to find a different way to get in. Right. So we have this storming the castle like times three, basically. Yeah. Um, which is really exciting. And... Jackie's acrobatics with this pole as he's so good. Scaling oh, up the class. Man. The it's, it's just like, well, that's what I was saying <laughs> so when we were beautiful. watching the movie. It's like, not only do you have to be a good fighter, but you're also an amazing gymnast. That's like a different skill. Yeah. Right. I love yeah. too the payoff that he gets for climbing all the way up <laughs> that wall am- is yeah, getting yeah, struck so right in the yeah. face yeah. with a baseball. It's yeah. so good. Uh, Why that are they shot, playing baseball? Slow-mo? Why are I know, they playing they're just baseball? And then Yoon Bu's care. Also, they all have. Uh, really contrasting outfits, which is great. Samo has almost this yeah. kind of donkey ear. Uh, yeah, this funny hat that almost makes him look like Eeyore or something. I kind of, mm-hmm. I always thought it was <laughs> like more but... of like a North Woods hat. Oh yeah, no, mm-hmm. I suppose it is something like that. Yeah. And then Yoon Byu has almost more of like a camo, <laughs> like he's in... yeah, he has like a beanie on, and he doesn't <laughs> he look shoot, very threatening. Not still, <laughs> yeah, he's still, right. He's still it's so the glasses. Weird. The glasses make him completely right. unthreat. So he's trying to um, use this sort of uh, grappling hook to climb up the castle, uh, but as he's scaling up, all of a sudden. Uh, it seems like he's just getting pulled up, and sure enough, two of the henchmen are pulling pulling on his rope as fast as they can. So he's trying to compensate and slide down, and ultimately runs out of rope and yeah. is, is captured. So one one mm. down, unfortunately. Um, and Samo just just kind of finds a door, and um, they like trick a guard into getting the yeah. He, he sort of lures them with through. cash. There's a line that Sylvia had earlier in the movie. I think she was kind of defending her own honor and she says something like i make a living using my brain and i think mm-hmm. uh yeah samuel's approach is sort of like yep. brains over yeah, brawn at least mm-hmm. here but he's got plenty of brawn to throw around but then mm-hmm. after after that that scene when when they're finally in and then you know they make their presence known uh and jackie i believe it was jackie spills the soup on on the main spanish bad yeah. guy 
and they start to splinter off into into different sections of the castle and and Jackie's fighting Benny in this one area and then I think below you have Ewan fighting the other white guy who can fight um, and then you, Samo is fighting the main Spanish guy, uh, and that's more like mm-hmm. a fencing. So all three of those are happening at the same time. Yeah, but poor Yudvio has to is <laughs> double in duty. Um, yeah. Right. So what, yeah, the what, fight between Samo is basically Samo versus Yunbyu. Well, it's which, like which means we get like a beautiful, you know, it's great choreographed. I think yeah. that's why that end scene is just one of the best end scenes of any kung fu movie, is because not only is the Jackie fight like worth your worth the price of admission but you get all of these three fights that are di- good in different ways like the yun biao fight is very acrobatic and comedic and there's a lot mm-hmm. of flips and like that moment when they're both sitting on the couch is just h- hilariously awesome yeah he's dodging him a lot and i like i said before uh, keith he's like a karate champ and you can see mm-hmm. like his stance is real solid mm-hmm. karate like nothing really bouncy or anything so it's mm-hmm. it's kind of cool seeing his solid stance contrasting to Yumbu kind of acrobat like Spider-Man flying all over the place. Yeah, and then the yeah. fencing is a nice contrast, but really that that Jackie and Benny fight is just so intense and it really feels kind of and realistic and raw. It's it totally dead is. silent throughout almost all of it too. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a great bit right whenever they're starting and it's getting to be just Jackie and Benny. Jackie uh, or Benny starts off by like he takes off his jacket and they're staring yeah. each other down. And he like mm-hmm. licks the blood off of his lips. Yeah, yeah. it's really then, good. It, when he takes his jacket off, he's he back kicks Jackie right yeah. in the chest. Mm-hmm. And it, during the kick, he takes his jacket off. It's, it's, it's just yeah. so, all in one long take. It's, it's sexy. So stylish. And just, yeah, and just Jackie takes off his, mm-hmm. like, his over jacket well, thing. And he Marty has, like, his wife on. He's... When we were watching the movie, but the reason why I think Benny is such a great foe for Jackie is they're the same height. They're very similar build. They even have the same haircut in this movie. It really feels like it's like this, like the white, like bizarro Jackie. It's yeah. so yeah, great. Yeah. And apparently on the behind the scenes, uh, you probably heard about this, Carlos, but they had this like little rivalry going on because they just got along so well. And yep. there's and Jackie was saying like, OK, well, we'll have a real fight. And Benny was yeah. like, hey, this is what I do for a living. You know, he's like, yeah. a, I think it's an eight. He has eight black different black belts and different forms of martial arts i think he's there, yeah he has some kind of in, uh, record yeah f- for having like i think seven or eight belts in five different weight classes at the same time like <laughs> yeah. think about that that's insane so and, yeah not only yeah. is he a great screen fight i mean it's almost a fluke that he's such a good uh screen fighter he he just has those kind of performing instincts because uh he's an actual you know, martial arts competitor, but apparently behind the scenes, Jackie kept saying it and uh, Benny mm-hmm. wasn't shying away from it at all. And Jackie kept kind of postponing it. And ultimately mm-hmm. whether, you know, Jackie had a change of heart or whatever, he said, Oh, you know, just, just joking. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> so they didn't, the way, the way it. Benny says it, it's something like Jackie kind of was stringing him along just because he knew the energy from everyone knowing that they were going to fight each other. Yeah was just getting compiling it was kind of bringing the morale and in the crew Mm. up higher and higher because they were all excited to see yeah oh these guys are really gonna fight each other so kind of jackie the way benny says jackie was never really gonna fight me he knew that he couldn't beat me but he wanted to do this for everyone else one thing that's so great about the screen fight here is that you actually get real like punches in the face like close-ups where Mm -hmm. you see actual 
striking of the face. That's that's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's cool. I like that. There's almost a narrative between their and their fight where mm-hmm. it's like. A stamina thing you know like right. usually yeah, in a kung yeah. fu movie you see okay your moves are better than mine or or i i can do this technique or whatever mm-hmm. but in this mm-hmm. fight it's a knockdown drag out fight where mm-hmm. they're fighting they keep going they're landing hits on each other mm-hmm. like one person will get a good one in benny's back kicks are so strong looking on jackie yeah. like mm-hmm. they had to hurt you know, even if Jackie <laughs> yeah. was maybe wearing some padding or something like that. Yeah. And, well, Marty was and, mentioning that for at least for their face, they would they would sometimes have cotton balls that oh. it would make it easier to get punched. Okay, but it would still All hurt. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, for yeah. sure. And the thing that's really cool is that with with Benny, you can see how he's first and foremost a fighter. So when there's tight shots right. on Benny, you'll see his eyes. You'll see him. He's not looking maybe at Jackie, but he's looking at his whole body like, where is it going to come from next? Mm -hmm. It's really cool that they captured that energy. And there's like pretty much everyone's favorite shot is like Jackie's on defense. He's getting pushed up to the dinner table in that room. So he's, he's blocking, blocking, blocking. So then Benny goes for a roundhouse kick and Jackie dodges. So there's like a he candelabra ducks. on the table. Yeah. Jackie ducks oh. and the candles oh, go yeah. out. It's just so the best shot. Cool shot. Like the, the shot and is set actually, up so well. It's set up right, but that actually happened. He mm-hmm. really kicked those candles out. This wasn't something that mm-hmm. they had planned. Really? Yeah, it's a for real yeah. like he the power of his kick put those candles out. Oh, that's just, nuts. Like, that's I was I was totally shot. thinking they just it was just like a cool, you know, uh, blow it out that's it's, no that's yeah it's just the well, best shot like uh i don't know about you carlos i first came to this movie because uh, i had read that this was possibly one of the best kung fu fights mm-hmm. put to film and then was so pleased with just everything about the movie but i think one of the reasons it's probably so many people's uh why it's so many people's favorite jackie fight is the Jackie Chan persona that I think is the most famous and most of us know and love is a little bit of this sort of guy next door, somewhat bumbling, uh, takes incredible advantage of the environment around him and is really mm-hmm. resourceful, but isn't this sort of one-on-one, mm-hmm. lean, mean... Not super strong, um, maybe, yeah. ...kind of punch-counterpunch yeah. fighter. And mm-hmm. I think there's something about... Uh, Samo's direction, you know, Samo gets great performances and out of Benny's, Yu and Jackie Benny's almost power. always because he's kind of like their big brother, and, and I think mm. pushes them a little further than they they would go normally. And there's something, yeah, about Benny's en- energy as an actual fighter, where Jackie isn't sort of kind of goofing his way around. Yeah, he's almost rising to this level in this fight that you almost don't see any other time. It's so intense, mm-hmm. and it's really and that's the narrative amazing. too in that fight where. He, he realizes this guy is so good. I really have to just stop for a second and <laughs> yeah. think about what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. hey, let's go back to training. So yeah. it kind of calls back to the beginning of the movie where they have their little montage. And he's mm-hmm. like, I've got to get my head back into this. And then once he gets in there, he starts to get a little more nimble. He gets a second wind. And um, they're going back and forth. But then Jackie starts to get the best of Benny. And it, it's so cool. Yeah, he sort of brings almost like this Muhammad Ali kind of like yeah. energy into it, you know, and sort of. I like also like that he doesn't him. die. He goes through the window, but then he pulls him back yeah, up. And yeah. then that's it. I he just that. leaves. He's yeah, like Jackie Benny does realizes. this incredible 
the incredible elbow like knee shot and mm-hmm. i don't think it physically works out what he does here but it looks <laughs> right. really cool it looks so where cool. he jumps up he hits yeah. uh, Vinny in the chin with his knee but it's also Vinny like flashes a... through the window and then jackie also dives and grabs his legs like that eh, doesn't quite whatever but i like mm-hmm. the end of the um, fight it gives benny a lot of dignity because it's a lot of times the end of these fights is the bad guys passed yeah. out yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. benny was he was sitting on the chair but like he could have kept fighting but he was like he admitted like no right. you've won yeah it was sort of like mm-hmm. a princess bride thing but that's even <laughs> before the fight but sure i don't know yeah, yeah like there's there's a little bit of honor there but and then jackie's able to join yeah. his his uh his fellow musketeers yep. and so there's a great yep. thing with the editing here i suppose like any any film where you're like juggling multiple storylines at the same time but reminds me of episode one yeah or return <laughs> of the jedi or something but um <laughs> Yeah, for junior. There's so the much happening at the same sort of. time. But uh, yeah, it's it sort of seems like uh, Samuel's character has been in this like ten minute long fencing fight um, <laughs> sure. with the villain, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> and yeah, that, his shirt's all ripped up. It's funny. Carl and I were saying like it's it's somewhat brief the fencing, but it might be one of my very favorite um, sword fights. It's amazing. Really well, well, because what reminds me of like the style of fencing is clearly like more of like a Chinese fusion style because it's not your typical fencing style. There's a lot more like intense moves and it really does kind of remind me of like the Nick Gilliard like episode one lightsaber. It's it's like a oh, really sure. intense kind of lightsaber style fight, but it puts that mm-hmm. stuff to shame. But it's a it's a pretty short little scene where the three of them get together. They all have yeah. the matching fencing swords and do like all three musketeers thing. And yeah, this is this is the classic. I mean, almost any time there's a photo that's like accompanying the idea of these three actors as a trio, <laughs> it's usually mm-hmm. this photo with their mm-hmm. their swords raised. It's just a classic yeah. moment. It's so fun. What a great way to kind of end the movie. But even more so, there is an actual ending to this. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, the movie doesn't just end, uh, unlike the past three. I, I, yeah. felt, I felt so happy rewatching it because I know, Matthew, you had to endure these like really abrupt freeze frames but, but Carl, yeah. it still is pretty abrupt think, yeah, Carl, yeah would still describe i mean it it's still pretty abrupt but there's like a little bit of like an epilogue and like oh this yeah. is what they're doing afterwards no i get what you guys are saying like, like oh it's, it's done compared to snake like, and eagle's shadow it's not snake and eagle's shadow <laughs> ends as if it, the fencing scene was the last scene of the movie yeah yeah i guess the equivalent here would be like if after they raise their swords <laughs> um that somehow would have frame. or yeah, yeah they would somehow have to say um yeah, your your power can't withstand wheels on meals. And then boom, or that's it. Um, that's it. You know, some kind of like calling back the title. But yeah, luckily that doesn't. And it is cool to get that fun final yeah. scene. And the last little scene, it's them back in the food truck, um, just serving up people like normal. And then at one point Jackie says, hey, come over here. And UMBU just dives through the window of the <laughs> truck. Right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sylvia comes back just kind of to like to say the say thank you one last time. She needs a summer job, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she says she needs a summer job. Yeah. And as she walks out of the car, she seems to be in more of sort of like formal wear. And it's this great like magenta 80s sort of color. Mm-hmm. And then she is able to sort of somehow like throw that off and she's just mm, wearing more casual, amazing. like a sweater yeah. and Ooh, jeans. Man. And, um, and yeah, like she, looks said, good she wants there. a summer job and this sort of a, a sweet little moment where I think Thomas has something to, to Dan, um, Thomas has something to David, like, Oh, I know you wish the summer would never end. And it's, 
Yeah, there's kind just of a, a nice fun ending. Yeah, it ends mm-hmm. on a really fun note. Oh yeah, yeah. and then Samo's yeah. character comes. Yeah, Moby comes back. Really it's Columbo. looking like Columbo, <laughs> I think. Yeah, uh, he comes up and he says, "Like, hey, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a legit PI now." And he says, offers them to help out with another case. And they're like, "Oh, that's interesting." And then they just kick him. And this is whenever we get the freeze frame yeah. of the all all five of them in front of the truck, and the freeze frames zooms right in on on the truck. Hey, over there! Huh? There. Oh. Roll credits. Yeah, roll credits. And then I'm pretty sure it really sounds like Jackie's voice to me, but I didn't yeah. I didn't research this. But it it does like sound Jackie's like Jackie. Singing the end, the end titles. Yeah. Yeah. What a movie. That's, what a movie. And that's, and that's Wheels on Meals. Goodness. Um. I'm curious, Matthew. I know we had probably hyped it up uh, somewhat mm. crazy amount. Yeah, what was your experience like <laughs> watching it for the first time? Yeah, what did you think of it? No, it was it was great. I definitely would. I definitely wish that I got a chance to. I only got to watch through it once because um, of a, a lot of you know personal stuff. But sure. I would definitely watch this again. I would love to watch this again with you guys. Like um, next Magfest, we should try to meet up. Oh, oh we should I think registration just opened. It opens up next week. Oh, next so week. Oh, okay. To to date this episode really hard, it opens up <laughs> next week. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I would definitely watch this movie again. There's so much great stuff, and I'm sure there's stuff that I missed and and everything. But yeah, no, it was it was good. It definitely lived up to everything you guys were saying. Yeah, and it, it, a little bit more too. Like, so we're four episodes in, mm-hmm. and you've seen these movies that we've picked out for you. So how? I mean, I know we don't play that angle up as much, but I mean, you're <laughs> fresh faced in all of this, right? Mm-hmm. So right. Wh- how have you? I mean, I guess, I don't know, what have you learned from these movies that we've seen, or were they what you expected them to be? I'm just kind of curious about that. It's really cool to see how, you know, how all these movies are, you know, connected, and seeing how other things that I already know and like have been influenced by them, and uh, it's really cool to uh, seeing this after watching movies by like quentin tarantino and stuff where it's like sure you like that is exactly that or like the matrix has like the same choreographer and you said street fighter was very much influenced by a lot of these in a lot of ways uh so i mean that's that's really cool to me is just seeing how all this stuff connects to stuff that i already know and you know discovering cool new stuff along the way it's great dude that's yeah. so cool and yeah i this really is kind of the end of a little segment or a little collection of films mm-hmm. um, that we've sort of set up where we got to feature each of these stars uh, as the hero of their own movie uh, mm-hmm. and also really showcase the, some of the genius of Yuen Wuping. And mm-hmm. now we get to see really the it's just the sort of uh, movie magic of the three of them together. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't. Uh, I haven't run this by you guys yet, but I was sort of thinking mm-hmm. for the next series of films. That yeah, what's our training for next week, Marty? I was thinking that it might be really nice to showcase some of the incredible uh, screen heroines of martial arts cinema. And I know oh, yeah. it's, I'd be down for that. it's come up a couple times in some of the movies mm-hmm. we've watched that there's been very little for some of um, for some <laughs> of the heroines of these films to do yeah, yeah. most of them most of them and are a, a plot device or get killed immediately sure <laughs> so, and i think it would yeah. be easy to sort of um assume from that sample size 
that um, there aren't a lot of strong women represented in Hong Kong cinema. And mm-hmm. I'd hate for us to, to have that impression because it's definitely not the case. And in mm-hmm. fact, I would say that's one of the things that really makes the cinema unique compared to some other cinema from around the world. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking next week we could start with a true Kung Fu cinema classic. This would be going way back, a movie called Come Drink With Me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking we can start kind of way back and we can kind of move forward um, and get a little tasting tour of a few of the great uh, screen heroines. That sounds awesome. I have some favorites that I would like us to watch, too. They're mm-hmm. definitely within the same era, kind of 80s Hong Kong. Oh, cool. Action. Yeah, I was hoping like, we could end with like a really good like Cynthia Rothrock movie. Oh, my God. Like yes, that. please. Like or, Cynthia um, Rothrock, Michelle Yeoh, Yukari Oshima. Uh, Moon Lee, like there's there's a bunch of really cool stuff that came out of that era too. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. I'm down. Cool. So yeah, we'll sort of see where that where that takes us, and it'll be I think a nice change of pace from um, from sort of what we've been looking at. And uh, yeah, hopefully like all of our different tasting tours and our kind of uh, theme collections will probably kind of rack rock back and forth through time um yeah i, but, I imagine um, we'll have a little, yeah, little arc yeah great way to to just explore more and more of this uh mm-hmm. these movies all right um this well great yeah well first off thank you carl so much for joining us for this absolutely. week absolutely it's my pleasure thanks for letting me nerd out about mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies guys <laughs> definitely <laughs> Um, be sure to check us out on facebook we are just search heroes three podcast that's the number three uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Heroes the Number Three Podcast, all one word or all no underscores or anything. Uh, at Heroes Three Podcast, we if you checked us out from the Kung Fu Cinema subreddit, welcome. I'm glad that people are there are checking us out. Um, so people there said they've been enjoying it. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that helps out a ton. That gets more people to know. Lets iTunes know that people like us, and if you like us, that's awesome. Also, we're on we're on iTunes. Uh, we're on Google Play now, right? Yeah, yeah, we're on Google Play, and we're also on uh, Stitcher. So if you're listening to us on one of those, and or and want to listen on the other ones, there you go. So, <laughs> um, uh, so remember, uh, Trank for next week is come drink with me. And until then, I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes Three. Remember your training. <laughs>